Requesting connection. Established. Encrypted. We're live. The show you've been asking for. Advice, technology, and community. Linux first, all others second. This is Ask Noah. Live from Southeast Linux Fest, the Ask Noah Show starts right now. This is the show where we came to do all the things on Linux they said couldn't be done and take your questions on how to do the same. The phone lines are open this hour to be a part of the program. It's a free call, 1-855-450-NOAH. That's 1-855-450-6624 or send an email to live at asknoahshow.com. My name is Noah Chalai. I am your host. Delighted to be here with you this hour as another episode of the Ask Noah Show kicks off. We are live from Southeast Linux Fest. Absolutely delighted to be here with you. If you're joining this broadcast, then you're listening to a special edition of the Ask Noah Show. Now, the Ask Noah Show is going to be doing a lot of episodes in the next couple of days. Let me break it down for you real quick. Just the Ask Noah Show alone. We're going to be doing an episode right now, and you can give us a call. The phone lines are open, 855-450-6624, or send an email to live at asknoahshow.com. We'll take those questions live here on the air. Tomorrow, we're going to have a show again, 4 p.m. Eastern. That's 3 p.m. Central or 1 p.m. Pacific time. And Sunday morning, we're going to give you the option. I'm willing to do a show. We have a show planned. We can do that show, or we can carry one of the talks that I think is particularly interesting. I have to apologize to the people that have been listening to southeastlinuxfest.com slash live. We've been doing a live stream today, and we've run into some technical difficulties, and I want to apologize for not providing you with a more technically superior product. We have worked out as many of those kinks as we can, and we hope that we have those problems solved and um, <clears throat> that it's not an issue anymore. Uh, but I do want to offer my apologies to anybody that was trying to watch the stream and and wasn't able to, to, to listen to the stream that they wanted, or the talk that they wanted to hear. Now, let me walk back uh, exactly how these, this stream is set up. SoutheastLinuxFest.com slash live is where you have the option of following one of two streams. The folks at Southeast Linux Fest want to open up their absolutely fantastic conference to anybody in the world who wants to do, wants to do their conference. And, uh, and what they have found is there's a lot of people from all over the world, all over the country, that want to attend Southeast Linux Fest, but are unable to because of distance, because of time, because of money, so on and so forth. And uh, so what they did was they have created something that has never been done before at Linux conferences, and that is the remote attendee. So southeastlinuxfest.com slash live, you have the option of signing up for to be a remote participant. Now that costs only $5, and you can get all of the talks, the video, the slides, the audio, all for that $5. That's throughout the entire weekend, so that's a great deal. But we understand at the Ask Noah Show and at Southeast Linux Fest that there are people that they don't necessarily have the budget, they don't have the means to even that to, to pay even that $5. Because if you're unemployed, if you are between jobs, which would make you unemployed... You don't have a lot of money, and we understand that. And so what we are doing is we partnered with Altispeed Technologies to provide, to donate some of the uh, uh, streaming equipment and, and, and streaming bandwidth and, and, and so on and so forth that they purchased, obviously, from Scale Engine. Uh, and Jupiter Broadcasting has participated in picking up and, and restreaming some of the content that we're doing here at Southeast Linux Fest. And uh, we're going to provide that content to you absolutely for free. So same address for both. SoutheastLinuxFest.com slash live. The remote attendees, again, $5 one-time fee, and you get all of the talks, your choice, video slides, the whole nine yards. Or I anchor the coverage, and I anchored it today. I'll anchor it tomorrow, which is Saturday. 
and Sunday, and I pick what I think the best of those talks are, and then we bring those live to you right here on the air. SoutheastLinuxPress.com slash live. Check it out. I want to jump into this article from OpenSource.com. Headline, the first broadcast entirely on Linux. It was 3 a.m., and I should have been asleep after four straight hours of nonstop preparing for the up-and-coming Linux Fest Northwest. Instead, I sat in my hotel room with only my laptop screen to light the objects around me. There, on the screen, was the final piece of the puzzle that would finally bring success to a mission I had started the first day as the host of the Linux Action Show. In December of 2014, I got an unexpected call from Chris Fisher, the owner and operator of Jupiter Broadcasting. He wanted to know if I would consider an on-air position for the largest Linux podcast in the world. I accepted and started earlier that later that excuse me. I accepted and started early the following year. Soon after I arrived at Jupiter Broadcasting's main office in Arlington, Washington, Chris and I sat down over Buffalo Wings to discuss life at Jupiter Broadcasting. I explained to Chris that I had a few concerns, including my almost cartoon-like inability to remember anything, my hectic schedule, and my desire to see Jupiter Broadcasting become the first podcast network to run entirely on Linux. I had met other Linux people before in the media, and I had heard them talk about how open source was better, more secure, more stable, and more easily available. But I had also seen their attitude after the show was over, after the curtain was drawn. Many of them were not about to risk their business on a half-baked piece of code software cobbled together by a bunch of amateurs. So, Chris's answer surprised me. I would really like that, he said. He didn't ask for details, which was good because I didn't have any. He didn't give me some one-to-one -one mandate that any solution we deployed on Linux would have to do everything exactly as it was done on its competing platform. His criterion was far more reasonable. Find a way to get Jupiter Broadcasting on the air using an all-Linux solution, and he would put that solution into production. Later that year, I had an ongoing disagreement with one of our producers, who was going to facilitate a broadcast from Linux Fest Northwest. I had found a way to bring uncompressed 1080p video into Linux, but a software solution was not yet available to switch FFmpeg sources. I had looked extensively into Snowmix. I knew that it was capable of doing what we needed it to do, but it wasn't quite working. We could hire a developer, I proposed. I'll pay for it. Then we could broadcast entirely on Linux. It won't just be a live Linux fest no from live from Linux Fest Northwest. It will be a spectacle in and of itself. Our producer was not impressed with my enthusiasm. He told me that another local podcaster had volunteered to bring a Mac and would facilitate the broadcast using proprietary software. Being relatively new to the company and not wanting to rock the boat, I dropped the matter. I gave up on testing software and prepared to settle into broadcasting on a Mac. The night before Linux Fest was a busy time at the studio. We had filmed two shows that day, and I had taken the task of converting Angela, another on-air personality, to Linux. I was in the middle of editing her footage of her experience on Linux when the phone rang. It was the other podcaster. Due to a personal issue, he was unable to attend Linux Fest and would not be able to provide any equipment. We were all shocked and disappointed. Then I realized what an incredible opportunity had just been handed to me. I grabbed a spare laptop, a System76 Bonobo. I reloaded it with a fresh install of Linux Mate and I got to work. I took the laptop back to my hotel and noticed that a new and up-and-coming software project which had previously been rewriting their codebase 
had just released one of the first versions of their software, OBS Studio. It didn't support keyboard bindings. It didn't support switching inputs with shortcuts. It didn't support streaming to multiple sources. The external preview function didn't work. But it did provide a way to switch video inputs. The next morning, I burst into the studio and went straight to Chris's office. He was preparing for a show later that day, and while he didn't say anything, his face told me, this had better be important. Chris, I've got this new software called OBS working on this bonobo. I think it could work to broadcast at Linux Fest Northwest, entirely on Linux. Chris sat up in his chair. He instantly recognized what a huge breakthrough this was, and what it could mean for broadcasting on Linux. Then he slumped back, rubbed his forehead, and said, That's great, man. But we can't run a broadcast on a laptop through a USB bus. We need a powerful desktop, one that has PCI capture capability. And with one man down already, the, the budget is razor thin. Not deterred, I went downstairs where Alan Jude was preparing to go on the air with Chris to do an episode of TechSnap. Alan, we need to buy a new broadcast rig so that we can produce this show entirely on Linux. Would you split the bill with Chris and me? Alan mumbled something about FreeBSD and ZFS being better than our silly Linux nonsense, and then, in his proud, friendly Canadian accent, simply said, Sure. After Chris and Alan finished the show, we piled into the car and drove to the electronics store. We each picked out a few pieces of the necessary components and brought them to back to the studio. 5 a.m. Friday morning, after being awake for nearly 26 hours, we had a working desktop that was broadcasting video of the kitchen at the studio. 2015 was the first year I was the host of the Linux Action Show, and it was the first year we broadcast entirely on Linux. A few months later, System76 invited us to broadcast at their campus in Denver, Colorado. Again, having no budget for equipment, we landed at the Denver airport without a plan on how we were going to pull off a broadcast. After arriving at System76 and explaining what we needed to make the broadcast happen, we headed to one of the last remaining Radio Shack stores to purchase some C920 webcams. While we were gone, the System76 team had built us a custom broadcast rig. I shouldn't have been surprised as we were at the head office of a team of people who build Linux rigs for a living. Still, I was surprised by how quickly they were able to throw together an exceptionally powerful machine custom built for our broadcast. After I installed the operating system, I started to install the requisite software, and I was struck by this revelation. You simply couldn't do this with proprietary software. The operating system alone would need to be purchased and licensed. The hardware would need to be specific to that operating system. You would need to jump through activation loopholes to get the broadcast software up and running. In contrast, here I sat with a computer that had just been thrown together by us, albeit by a company who does this for a living, a free and open source operating system and the software that was developed by a team of volunteers that was as capable as any you'd find in an expensive proprietary alternative. The following year we built three custom Linux workstations. They replaced the remaining non-Linux computers at JB1. Linux and open source had proven to not only be as competitive as a proprietary alternative, but it had surpassed every expectation we had. The audience immediately noticed an improvement in the video quality. Being on a single platform created a cohesive broadcast environment in which any machine could now fill in for any other machine. In 2017, the Linux Action Show ended, and I faced a new road ahead of me. We had just launched the Ask Noah Show, a weekly talk radio show in which I took the hard-learned lessons of producers and colleagues telling me what Linux couldn't do 
and taught listeners how to do those very things. We knew what Linux and open source could perform well on a shoestring budget, but what could it do if it had deeper resources? Having ultraspeed technologies open its checkbook to fund a project is a lot like your, street, your brother showing up to back you in a street fight. We were able to custom build a room for broadcasting, purchase the best broadcast mixer money can buy, factory Dell machines preloaded with Linux, hardware specifically designed for Linux, encode and distribute all of our audio over IP, and deploy Linux-based remote broadcasting hardware. Today, the Ask Noah show takes calls from all over the world. It has been downloaded more than 450,000 times and is broadcast from a studio that would easily rival that of iHeartRadio or Cumulus Media. The difference? It's running entirely on Linux. It always has been and it always will be. I'm proud of what we accomplished. We've proven that anybody who has a desire can get a voice online. We've also proven that you don't need a hefty budget for Linux to get on the air. But when you're ready to scale, so is Linux. I have attended every major Linux conference in the United States, and to date, I have not seen anyone doing a live broadcast entirely on Linux. In 2018 alone, the Ask Noah show was live at the Ubuntu Summit, Scale, Linux Fest Northwest, and now we're live at Southeast Linux Fest, and I'll be speaking on how we stood on the shoulders of the open source community to do high-quality production entirely on Linux. So that was an article that, <laughs> that was an article that I, I wrote for opensource.com because <coughs> excuse me earlier this year I was having a conversation with Chris and he asked me a very pointed question he just said what other networks do you know that are doing what we're doing on Linux and I don't mean doing a daily show I don't mean producing individual content on Linux there are people doing that and they're doing it very well there's some of them that are here some of them that are my close friends but I think what Jupiter Broadcasting has done, and at the time that we did it, was unique. <clears throat> These days, everybody is doing broadcasting on Linux. These days, uh, <clears throat> it is the standard to use OBS to broadcast on Linux. But at the time that we did it, it was new and it was uncharted territory. And I am proud of that achievement. And I'm proud of my involvement in that achievement. And so what I have done is put together a presentation that I'm going to be giving tomorrow right here at Southeast Linux Fest to show other people how we did what we did, why we did what we did, and how you can do what we did. You don't have to have a big budget. If you do have a big budget, I'll show you how the best way to take advantage of that. But the fundamental thing, and I get the t-shirt to prove it literally, the fundamental thing that I have walked away with over the past three years is that there is no shortage of people that will tell you what Linux can't do. And I think that what you have to take away is it really comes down to what people want to do. If you want to accomplish something on Linux, you can. You just have to be willing to. It goes back to that old Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Again, open phones this hour, one 450 noah That's 855-450-6624. The email, live at asknoahshow.com. Make your voice heard. Become a part of, the, part of the program. So, as I said, we ran into some, uh, we ran into some technical issues uh, right here at Southeast Linux Fest trying to get um, the stream up and running and uh, trying to get some of the talks. We are employing some brand new technology, things that have never been tried before. 
and getting everything to integrate has been a little bit of a struggle, but we have worked through all of those issues. And thankfully, Linux was not the problem uh, at any point in the chain, so <clears throat> happy for that. And then we ran up against a stupid problem, which was I hadn't eaten. And so I was like, you know, I'm taking an hour to eat, and that's going to interrupt the broadcast schedule, and that's just too bad. And I'm, I'm juggling some equipment here because I'm a little short on table space. So if you're watching the video stream at southeastlinuxfest.com slash live, I apologize. So let's go through uh, the modified schedule. This uh, we, I gave you a rundown. Last week, we're going to try to broadcast. It has been tweaked slightly. And uh, I also want to get your input. Again, you can give me that input at one 450 You can email me live at asknoahshow.com, or you can join one of the two chat rooms, either geekshed.net pound Jupiter Broadcasting or uh, freenode pound Southeast Linux Fest. And I'm getting telegrams. There we go. Um, so uh, let's take a look at what is happening the next couple of days. Saturday, 10 a.m., that is the kickoff of the live stream. We're going to start the live stream. We'll introduce everybody that'll be here. Michael Tanell from Tux Digital will be guest hosting with me on and off throughout the day. 10.15, we're going to kick off a talk about Kubernetes from Eric Nelson and Michael Hargvinak. Uh, Kubernetes being uh, a very, very popular subject and uh, Eric Nelson being a good friend of the Ask Noah show. So we're happy to carry his talk at 10.15 for 11.30. LVM and MD Raid tutorial by Darwin Sims or talk around the world with DMR. Now we have a straw poll for you. I'm going to put that in both, <coughs> excuse me, uh, in both the uh, Jupiter Broadcasting chat room as well as the Southeast Linux Fest chat room. I would ask that you guys would vote on that. Here is where I'm at. Essentially, I see that there are two talks that would be really cool. The first is obviously LVM uh, is huge. Um, this is something that is that that is uh, that uh, it, it, I get questions all the time from people, not necessarily on the air, but uh, professionally speaking, it's absolutely fantastic. And so I imagine that there's a good portion of out uh, portion of you that out there that want to hear that. Never mind the fact that this is in fact a Linux show. So I assume that there is a lot of you that care more about Linux than anything else. So if that's the case, we want you to have the option to choose uh, for us to carry that talk, and we will. The alternative, though, if you would rather hear. DMR talk around the world. So what that is, DMR is a ham radio technology and it will allow you to use ham radio in a digital fashion to digitally modulate your voice and talk around the world. Now if you want to hear that talk, that's the talk that I would listen to. If I was here just by myself, if I wasn't taking the audience into consideration, that is the talk that I would listen to. However, I want to give you, the audience, the chance to choose. Now we have told you before the intro has changed, but the, the, the sentiment remains the same. You are in control. You are in the driver's seat. So whichever talk you want to hear, that's the talk that we will carry. Straw poll is in both of the chats. We'll also, I'll put a link to that, this uh, straw poll in the show notes. So if you are catching this on the replay, you also can vote. And as long as you vote before tomorrow, um, we will have that, uh, we will have your answer. Your voice will be heard. Your voice will be counted. Go ahead and put that link in the show notes as well. Uh, so make your choice. LVM and uh, HD Raid. Or uh, would you rather hear Talk Around the World with DMR? Either one of those choices. Let me know. Whatever the results are, that's the talk that we will carry at 11.30 on Saturday. Then, following that, 1.30 p.m. I just read from you, for you, rather, from opensource.com, an article about how we at Jupiter Broadcasting were the first company to broadcast entirely on Linux from these Linux events and continue to do so and uh, have now expanded our broadcast to do a, a multi-day coverage. 1.30 p.m., I'm going to be giving a talk 
on how we did that in-depth technical details of how we set that up, how you can set that up, the pitfalls, the equipment we use. The equipment, if I give you equipment a list alone, I have a room uh, at my office where we just have equipment that didn't work for this, that, or the other. That's not limited just to streaming on Linux. But the point is that you often spent, a large portion of the budget is often spent on hardware that didn't work and learning that lesson. Then you come back and say, well, that one didn't work. The C920, for example, works very well. And so now we know that that's the camera to buy. C930, obviously, C930E, all of those uh, tend to work very well. It just matters, depends on how tight or wide of a shot you want. So that talk is happening at 1.30. We'll carry that live for you both at southeastlinuxfest.com slash live as well as asknoahshow.com. 2.45, Caden Live from Beginner to Advanced Video Editing. That'll be hosted by Michael Tunnell. He's going to give us an, a, a brief overview on how to get started with Caden Live. And uh, Michael is going to join us in just a couple of minutes to talk about, to give us uh, some information about that talk and uh, and what you can expect to uh to, to hear tomorrow. And then at 4 p.m., we're going to do the Ask Noah Show Small Business Theme Hour. So if you have a business or you have a business, small business question, we'd like to hear from you. Come join us and uh, and check it out. And we will uh, we'll take your questions. We'll also have some business, uh, some small business expert. Chris DeLuca will be here. Obviously, Michael Tunnell owns a small business, so we'll have him here as well. I'll be there. And uh, we'll share with you what we have learned from running small businesses. <clears throat> Sunday, 10 a.m., we're going to kick off the live stream. Again, you get a choice. We'll have a, a straw poll for this. This will be in the show notes as well as in both chat rooms. I am willing, I have prepared to do an, an episode of the Ask Noah show. If you'd like that to still occur, vote for it, and that's what we'll do. However, there is a very interesting talk that got scheduled at the time that I was going to originally do the Ask Noah show, and that is Upside, an adventure in open hardware by Eric Raymond. Now, if you don't know who Eric Raymond is, he's a fantastic, phenomenal speaker who has done a lot of stuff for the open source community, and he is going to give a talk on an open source UPS. Now, I am confident that the laser-like focus we do here at the Ask Noah show will captivate and entertain all of you. However, uh, if it were me, I would rather listen to Eric Raymond than Noah. So, uh, again, completely up to you. We'll have a link in the show notes, so go vote on the straw poll and let me know which you would like to hear. Would you like to have an episode of Ask Noah or would you like to have Eric Raymond? Uh, either, either whatever you choose, the, whatever the audience chooses, that is what we will do. I will also put a link to both of those in the uh, in both chat with both Pound Southeast Linux Fest on Freenode and Pound Jupiter Broadcasting in Geekshed.net. Let us know. Sunday, live stream will kick off at 10 a.m. Uh, oh, sorry, we, we said this. So 10.15, vote for what you want to hear at 10.15, Ask Noah show, show or Upside, and Adventure in Open Hardware. 11.30, a deep dive into Linux infrastructure of a engineering school. Now, this is going to be a really cool talk. This is something that was not readily available to us or not able, we weren't able to fit it into our original uh, live coverage, but it the schedule has shifted around on us, and now we are able to cover this and bring it to you, and this is going to be a fantastic talk. Um, the way that colleges manage a number of users, particularly users that are bringing in their own devices, particularly users that don't always necessarily follow standards, and sometimes they have reasons for that, this talk addresses all of that. So if you manage a large enterprise, if you care about, not care about, but if you um, find interesting uh, how these techniques work, you're going to want to check this talk out. Again, we're going to have that talk for you live at 11.30 a.m. Sunday morning. Finally, and this is a small schedule change again, so I apologize. 1 p.m., we are going to be carrying uh, Destination Linux. That's going to be available for you at southeastlinuxfest.com slash live. We'll carry it at uh, asknoahshow.com 
And uh, I think, uh, uh, assuming it's okay with Chris, as long as I don't get yelled at, uh, we'll also restream that over at jblive.tv for you guys. Um, but we're going to have uh, the Destination Linux Live. I'm going to be guest hosting with Michael Tunnell and 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 all the people. It's going to be a fantastic show. It's going to be absolutely fantastic, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Um, some really deep, passionate people, some people that actually were fans of the Ask Noah show, were fans of the Linux Action show, and have now gone on to kind of fill that that gap in the video Linux world. We're going to have that show available to you live at 1 p.m. We originally said it was going to be at 2 p.m. That has changed. Michael Tunnell has to get on a plane and go back home, so we've moved it to 1 p.m. Again, 1 p.m. on Sunday, Destination Linux. You can also check it out at their website. We'll have a link for you in the show notes. Is uh, Michael here? Yeah, he is. You want to come over here for a second? I want to get Michael over here, and uh, he's hanging out with me. He has been hanging out with me, and we've been doing a lot of really cool stuff. He has uh, helped me with uh, all of the. You, he set up all of the, uh, all of the the arts and stuff like that. I'll, I'll scoot over. I'll let you grab that uh, that headset. I I told him earlier I was going to, to set up a proper microphone, and of course, uh, in in great Noah fashion, when I say I'm going to do that within the next hour, what that really means is sometime in the next day it'll happen. Yeah, so tomorrow. So tomorrow, yeah, somewhere in there, you know. The, the you know the thing is, and I, I was telling you this before. You are a professional. I I, I expect I expect you to rise above. Oh yeah, I, I can I can handle anything. Just just give me a as long as the microphone is live, I'm good. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. Of course, everybody, you know, everybody in the Ask Noah show. We all, Michael Tanell, good friend of the show, owner of Tux Digital, owner of Visuex, uh, designed our website, designs all of our graphics, designed all the graphics that you see here for yourself. Yeah. And uh, and so he's gonna be he's gonna be both helping out during the live stream as well as you are giving a talk on Caden Live. Right. Tell me about that. You're going to start start people out with the assumption that they have never done any video editing before, and you're going to take them to uh, to what it takes to make professional video all entirely on Linux. Yep. There's going to be the, the main of the Caden Live thing is going to start out with the beginners, just like a basic uh, presentation to just show you like if you like how it all works, how it goes together, what different things, what pieces go together and things like that. There's also going to be like advanced techniques between custom uh, transitions and stuff between very different videos. Like, cause there's a, there's a mat, there's a mat transition that a lot of people don't know what it can really do okay. because the documentation is uh, not, it's not there okay. at, almost at all, but sure. Uh, you can you can do like all kinds of stuff with it as long as you just know how to position everything and stuff like that. But the one of the things I wanted to talk about in the sh in the the presentation as well is like the, probably the main thing is that it's going to be a like I've been doing using Kaden Live as my exclusive editor for a while, mm -hmm. and I've learned like so many different like processes to make it much faster to edit. Mm -hmm. So I've learned like techniques that it's going to just teach you like probably increase your speed like double maybe triple what it normally would be. So, so I'm, I'm out there and I'm listening to this and I'm saying, but Michael, I have watched YouTube tutorials. I know how to make cuts. I know how to do even yeah. L cuts. I know how to, I know how to do all of that. Why, why would I want to listen to this talk? Well, it's actually just, it's me for, it's, it's, I do editing all the time for like this. So I learned things that are not necessarily like techniques that are any standard or, or any, any tutorial. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that you can like there's certain defaults that you can make changes and make custom effects that a lot of times they don't really talk about these these are these as possibilities it's more like here's a tutorial about you know uh, just how to do a certain tr a slide transition how to do a certain like set up titles and stuff but it's not like an actual production of like here's someone who does it and they're going to show you how they do it the what, what they do so these are th this these are the kind of things that you learn from doing this day in and day out doing yeah. it as a job. You are a professional content creator. That's what you do. You yep. started by making 
media and media assets for other people. Now you've evolved into making your own content uh, completely independently. But the point is that you're doing all of this under a Linux workflow. And so when people come in, they say, hey, I have, I've run into this problem. Uh, you can say, hey, I, I have run into that problem too. I know how to fix that. Yeah. I've, I've done that before. So it's, it's, it's like the video editing version of my mom can't find where her bookmark is, and so I've duplicated her bookmarks in Firefox. I can go, Mom, go down one more, one more, after Yahoo, after yeah, Hotmail. Exactly. That's the one. Exactly. Yeah. And there's actually some things where I've learned there's certain there's certain things that they don't tell you that's in the documentation at all, and they don't even give any kind of attention to it. But there's, like, ways to quickly, re quickly remove, like, empty space in a variety of ways. And if you change maybe like two or three settings in the in the defaults, you can make it where uh, trimming anything would take maybe five six seconds. Outstanding, and uh, and so we're going to carry that talk live at southeastlinuxfest.com/live as well as we'll carry it on asnoahshow.com. No pressure. So, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not. No, you know what the thing is, Michael. The truth is that I'm not entirely convinced that we really have an audience out there. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Like, I have some. I suspect because there's a couple of people that seem to know my name that there are a couple of people that have downloaded the show from time to time, yeah. Michael. So I, I think that there the possibility exists that somebody could hear the show, but I cannot make any guarantee. Oh, now I'm more comfortable than. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would. I, that's not something that I would focus on or worry about right, if, cool. if I were you. All right. I I'll, would just worry about you know helping the I'll, fine folks learn about video yeah, editing. I'll just relax and talk about Kaden Live. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's is in fact that would actually fit very well because the title of your talk is actually Caden Live oh, uh, right. a tutorial from beginning right. to end. So that's I good. think if you talked about Caden Live, that would then fit the uh, title of the tutorial. That's, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, matches up. I'll work on I that. I think that's good. Yeah, that's great. Again, you're joining us at Southeast Linux Fest, southeastlinuxfest.com slash live. Phone lines are open, one 450 noah That's asked. You know, I just, you know, this is going to confuse me all weekend. You're listening to the Ask Noah Show, which is live at asknoahshow.com, restreamed at southeastlinuxfest.org slash live. And the phone lines are open at 1-855-450-6624, the email live at asknoahshow.com. Now, I want to talk to you about uh, one other thing that we're doing here at the, uh, at the fest. Back at Linux Fest North Fest West, uh, we, design, we were working on a, we're changing up our, our messaging. April 3rd marked a one-year anniversary of the Ask Noah Show, and we knew that we wanted to change some of the, th the assets in the show, change the way the show was set up to reflect more of, of what the show had evolved into. I said from day one that you, the listener, were going to be in control of the driver's seat. So what you wanted, that's what we were going to do. And so we started as a beginner-focused um, help show and quickly evolved into... Listen, there aren't a lot of beginners out there that have questions about Linux, apparently, that want to ask them on the phone, but there's a lot of experienced Linux users that have some problems and some business users that have had some issues, and so they call in and ask some questions. And, uh, and so we, we evolved the show, and pretty soon a common theme took on, and that was that we are the show that is willing to do all of the things on Linux that everybody else said you couldn't do. People tell me you can't run a business on Linux. Well, I've done that. People say you can't run your phone system on Linux. Well, I've done that. People say you can't edit video on Linux. Well, Michael's done that, and I've done that. <laughs> People say you can't stream entirely on Linux. Well, we've both done that. And so this show has become... I, I'd say we've taken on two things. I'd say we, we've... Well, primarily, I think what we've done is we have taken on the we are the show that does the things on Linux that people say we can't do. And so we printed it on a T-shirt. I'm here to do everything on Linux they said couldn't be done. Then it has the Ask Noah show on the back. And um, we're not trying to make any money off of it or anything like that. We just wanted shirts. And so we ordered 
uh, shirts, and uh, I have them here at, at the at the fest. And uh, people have been. I, I just I had them under the table, and Michael can attest. I, I I you know I've not been advertising them or you know laying them out or anything. They're laying here under the table. And people are coming to me and they're saying, "That's a really cool. Where can I get a shirt like that?" And I say, "What size do you wear?" And I, I've given them away. Well, the giveaway stops now. Because as of the recording of this episode, the only way to get one, well, I guess you could go to teespring.com yeah. uh, slash uh, Ask Noah Show and you could buy one. Yeah. But if you didn't want to buy one, uh, which I would suggest getting one for free, that's a much better way to do it. Uh, if you want to get one for free, what you do is you come over to the booth and sign yourself up for Linux Trivia. We have some trivia questions put together by one of our producers, Simon Quigley. He wrote the world's hardest trivia, no, they're not the world's hardest trivia questions, but they are trivia questions on Linux. And we're going to have those available to you. And you sit down with here, you chat with us, and uh, you, if you can get one of those trivia questions correctly, you get three tries, we'll get, you can get one of those questions correctly, we will give you a shirt. You take that shirt, take a selfie with the shirt, preferably with some nerd around you, so people are using laptops. Yeah. Aaron had a very, um, how do I want to say it, comical pose? Aaron Honeycott had a comical pose. We'll just say that. Yeah. And uh, that was his selfie. That's his entrance. He didn't know it at the time, but that's what's going to be. And uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so no. So, so you take, you go ahead and take this picture. Take a selfie, and you, I want you to tweet it with the hashtag I answered Noah because I'm going to ask you a question, and you, the audience, have to answer me for once. I've been answering questions for over a year. It's time I get to ask a question. I'm going to ask a trivia question. You get the answer right. You get a T-shirt. I want you to take a picture of that T-shirt and tweet it with hashtag I answered Noah. Now, you take that free T-shirt, you take the selfie, you tweet with hashtag I answered Noah, and you're going to be entered to win a 750 hex. There's no purchase necessary. T-shirts are free. You just got to come over here and and win our little trivia contest. And they're, they're not that hard. So come see me at the booth right here at Southeast Linux Fest. Uh, we're right at the end of the hallway, walking through the hotel doors, come straight down the hallway. I'm right at the end. I got all this broadcasting equipment. I got microphones, laptops. Hard uh, to miss. Hard to miss. Very hard to miss. And I also seem to have collected a fan club of people that are hanging out here. So it's it's easy to find us. Come check it out. Enter the contest and see if you can win yourself an RB750 Hex uh, Microtech routers. I would say the most common question that we get, uh, not necessarily on the air, but certainly off the air and Everybody has told me the same thing. Everybody asks, what kind of router do you recommend? Well, we're going to put a link to the router that we recommend in the show notes, but we're going to give one to you for free while we're here. We're going to do the drawing on Sunday, so make sure to participate in that. AskNoahShow.com. Sorry, no, uh, 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 Twitter.com. Tweet a picture of yourself with the hashtag I answered Noah. Come here, see me for the t-shirts. Again, phone lines are open, 1-855-450-NOAH. It's 855-450-6624. The email, live at AskNoahShow.com. So, I'm interested. This is your first time at Linux Fest, right, Michael? Oh, yeah. First time I've ever been here. So, what do you think about it? Uh, it's, fun. it's really fun so far. You know. I feel like the difference of Southeast Linux Fest mm -hmm. between the other Linux Fests is a lot of them are very busy, and there's a lot going on, and I feel like at this particular Linux Fest, this is the fest where people come just to hang out and chat. Oh, yeah. It's way more sociable and personable. And so that's, that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I think that um, from a content production standpoint, I think there's often less to get because there are a lot of people that don't want to be on camera. They just want to hang out. A lot of people yep. tend to, to go away if they see a microphone or a camera come out. So from that perspective, it's not so great. 
But I think that the relation... It, there, there's literally... I was talking to one guy. He literally registered under his handle, refuses to give his name, does not want to be photographed, does not want to be on camera, does not want to be on mic, does not even want to be around something that is live in case it's accidental. I mean, you get people like that. What's really cool about this the, the conference, though, is also when you go to the, the sign up for the registration, it'll ask you if you want to do that. Yeah. Like it'll yeah, yeah. The, oh, the they respect it. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they very much respect it. Uh, the, the conference also has a heavy respect for Linux, right? Like, one of the things... And we have tried some really really groundbreaking, remarkable stuff. We're doing it all on Linux this year. And um, one of the reasons I'm willing to try that here, and I'm not willing to try it anywhere else, is because there is no real pressure. The guys here are perfectly okay with, let's do it on Linux. When we can do it on Linux successfully, let's move forward. If we can't do it on Linux successfully, let's hold off. And so let's go ahead and try it, see if it works. If it works, great. If not, that's okay. Right. And that has removed the pressure from me a lot. And it opens the door, I feel like, to let to, to say, hey, give this a try. Let's see if this works. Because we care about the Linux infrastructure. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, I think, I, so I, I'm very happy with what the team here, um, Jeremy Sands, uh, I don't, what is his official title? President? Director? Um. It's like leader masochist or something like that. Lead masochist. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I, did, I, did I tell you about my new appointed title? No. I am uh, as of I, I, I'm not sure if it takes place this year or next year. I am AV masochist. Nice. That's my title. So I'm going to be. I don't know if that makes me. I, I suppose. I suppose that makes me official self staff now. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna put be you on the community section of it. Then. AV masochist, and don't, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, too. I mean, Altispeed Technologies will continue to uh, donate hardware funds, whatever is needed, um, to make the show, uh, to make the uh, to make the uh, fest happen, and of course to facilitate all of the broadcast stuff. Um, but but yeah, I, I, you know, the, the yeah, everything ends in masochist, I guess. Yeah, it seems so. His, yeah, so his his title lead masochist, but uh, they put on a phenomenal program. They really do a good job here, and uh, the email I. You're on the speaker list. I don't yeah. think it was this year, but it was either last year or the year before. They sent out a, a speaker list, and uh, there were instructions for the speakers. And one of the instructions were, we are done letting people bring their own computers because they show up with Windows machines, they show up with Macs, they show up with all these various things, and none of them work right, and they're just a bunch of garbage, and at the end of the day, we're at Linux Fest. So we are going to put a Linux ThinkPad in every one of these rooms, have it connected with an HDMI cable, and uh, we're not going to go explicitly tell you you cannot disconnect our laptop, our Linux working laptop that has it all. But mm -hmm. if you do, you are responsible for making your own freedom-hating, and this is like verbatim what they said, your own freedom-hating hardware work. Uh, mm -hmm. We will not help you. Our tech will not help you. We will not support you. We don't support you in any way. You're on your own. Uh, and part of that, what, what part of that, what comes from that is that it just works on Linux, and the people that have tried that know that it works on Linux, know that it can be done on Linux, and so they don't see a reason not to use Linux. Yeah. Um, and so what was great about that, uh, you know, uh, for speakers like you and me who prepare a lot of our stuff on open sources, man, that year, if you had a Libra uh, presentation, man, you were set. Because yours, <laughs> yours was the one that worked, yeah. and it was all those goofballs that did everything in Microsoft Office. None of their stuff imported properly. Uh, and so it was kind of funny, um, but it, it it goes to show that they take a a hard line in the sand that they yeah. are willing to stand up for what they believe in, and I think that that goes a really long way, and I think that it has alienated them to a certain extent with with some people, but people like me really respect that, and people like yeah. me really appreciate that. I respect that. it too. I'm I'm actually going to probably be replacing their 
theirs with my computer, but that's just because it's got all my stuff on it anyway. Yeah. But yeah. it's this; it's still Linux. Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I haven't entirely decided. I, I'll be honest with you. There's so much sensitive stuff on my laptop that I'm always concerned anytime I'm connecting it to a projector or something like that. You know, if the wrong client email were to pop up, or the wrong Telegram mm. were to pop up, or the wrong whatever, uh, it could just lead to problems. And so I am. I cheated. I replaced the drive so the drives get new. Did you really? Yeah. Did you really? <laughs> you made yourself a presentation drive? I did. Yeah. It just took a it's, 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 it's the SSD swapped them out and this one has like it's a, a fresh uh, No wonder you can't. No wonder you don't want to help me with graphics. I asked him I said I was like I was like there, there's like a couple little changes can we make it? And he's like, "Yeah, need about an hour and a half to reload my uh, my laptop." I'm like, "Oh, you have to reinstall the operating system?" He's like, "No, I have the operating system installed. I just have to install the software." I'm like, <laughs> "I don't have anything." Good god, man. How much software do you need? And he's like, "Well, not that many, but it just takes a while to configure it." Yeah, I have all the software there and it's mostly virtualized. So when I that way I can have it I can do it without messing up the or like not messing up, but how, without having to affect the main system as well. I got you. So I'll do the virtualized thing, but it takes about an hour because it's all appliance based. So are you using a VM for that or virtual yeah, VirtualBox? I'm using I'm using both, but in in this case, I'm doing it the easy way with VirtualBox because it's it's just easier to be for the travel. So uh, let's see here. Uh, chat room says I'm impressed with the ad network me uses. Just showed a tornado warning for my area. The blah 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 blah. I thought the great Noah fashion was a plethora of zip ties. I'm not sure what that's in response to. I'm trying to think. Oh, because you always insist on like making the the wires uh, like managed and stuff like that. So zip tie oh, yeah. everything. Right, but how do, I'm trying to relate. I'm trying to figure out how that relates to anything we've talked about tonight. Or that, that, you think that was just an out there comment? It's probably just an out there. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do like zip ties. I actually, I like. Oh, it's the shirt, maybe. Uh, I do everything mm -hmm. on Linux that they said I couldn't do. Has I? I'm not seeing the correlation there. I'm just, I'm just throwing, throwing, see what sticks. If anything sticks. Yeah, so. maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I think it's, uh, I think it's stickless at the moment. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what, uh, what's going on there. But uh, yeah, I, I do like zip ties. I also like uh, uh, Velcro straps. I, I've, I've started to learn that Velcro straps are the way to go. Yeah, I got some Velcro zip ties now. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, it's like a it's it's shaped in a way where you can do the zip tie effect, but it's still like adjustable as a Velcro thing. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's um, you can actually get them on Amazon for like very little. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, it's I don't. That's not called Velcro, of course. It is. I don't know what it is. Huh? But it's like a Velcro strap that you can. It's like there's a hole on one end that you can do the same thing, except it's a. It still works if you don't even use the zip part of it. You can still just wrap it and stuff. So it's okay. like a double thing. Cool. Well, I'll have, to take, I'll have to see if I can get a link for that. Maybe we'll include that in the show notes as well. Again, open phones this hour, 1-855-450-NOAH. That's 855-450-6624. The email, live at asknoahshow.com. So I want to talk about two other things that are coming up that I that, that should have your attention. The first is uh, Chris, uh, my partner in crime, is out at Texas Linux Fest this week. And uh, I have not heard from them, so I don't know how things are going. I assume they're going well. But uh, one of the things that Chris is doing that I think is very, very cool is Chris is then following his trip to Texas Linux Fest to go to Linux Academy. And Linux Academy is going to be switching to an all Linux broadcast system. So they're taking the lessons that they have that, that we have learned at Jupiter Broadcasting for producing content on Linux and we're going to bring those lessons to Linux Academy, they're actually going to be replacing a Mac. And for what I understand is it's a relatively new Mac. So they bought it they tried it. It was garbage. Did not work at all the way they wanted it to. Nothing was working right. And so they 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 called Chris up and said, "Hey, we're having some issues, and uh, we, we we would really like to we we really care about the content that we're producing, and we want to make sure that it's as high level and high content 
high content level as we can. What can we do to change that? And uh, Chris came up and he said, you know what you need to do? You have to do that on Linux. And so they are buying a new hardware and uh, Linux-based hardware and Linux-based capture software, all Linux-based Linux capture hardware and Linux capture software. There we go. And, uh, and so that's that's what he's going to be doing the next week. So I, I am, again, I can't say this enough. Go check out the article at opensource.com. I'm very proud at what we uh, what we are doing. Uh, and uh, Chatroom says, it was in relation to your comment about in great Noah fashion running late. Oh, I see. <laughs> what does it take to do Northern Plains Linux Fest? So that must be uh, Linux Fest Northwest. Uh, Linux Fest Northwest is a slightly different animal. Because, um, so you have to understand, so the, the way that, Chris always takes the lead at Linux Fest Northwest because it is a, it is a Jupiter Broadcasting specific event, which means that Chris, as the rightful owner of Jupiter Broadcasting, gets to make the decisions on what we do and how we do it. Um, and so for better or for worse, uh, he makes a decision and then we do the best we can to support whatever that decision is. So, uh, l late last year, uh, the decision was that we weren't going to do any sort of video, and so we kind of concentrated on audio, and um, then some circumstances shifted, and uh, Chris is always willing to roll with the punches, so when those circumstances came up and a need presented itself to do video, then Chris rose to the occasion and said, you know what, I'm a professional, I'll rise above, we're going to do Linux, or we're going to do video, and if we're going to do video, we're going to do it on Linux, and so we came together and uh, and did the best we could to put together a Linux broadcasting rink on video. Now, the way that it works here at Southeast Linux Fest is we actually, Jeremy and I, started working on this project back in July of last year. So we've been working on it for like 11 months, uh, planning all of this out, deciding where things are going to be, deciding how things are going to be. Um, we also disconnect all of the internet in the hotel. So you can't really see, but just take my word for it. To my left is a long hallway. I, how, how long would you say that hallway is? 200 feet? 200, four? maybe 250, something like Two, that. Yeah. 250 feet. Down this other hallway, we've got it like 400 feet, yeah. uh, which is an L. And that entire L has been disconnected from the hotel internet completely. Disconnected from the hotel wireless, hotel wired internet, all of the all of the networking has uh, been disconnected, and it has been replaced with our networking gear. So Alta Speed Technologies uh, obviously shipped some gear out, and uh, and 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 we at South Southeast Linux we take over the, this entire portion of the hotel. So that does a number of things. That means that we are able to control from the internet pipe that comes into the hotel, and it is a separate line provided by I believe it's CenturyLink uh, that provides the internet here. Uh, and, and so they bring in a separate internet line that goes specifically for Southeast Linux Fest. That comes right into our network operations center as controlled by self-staff. Then from there, uh, we separate out. And so we create a VLAN for our broadcast uh, network. And uh, in this case, we have put special hardware in every one of the rooms that is, that is, that is creating a package of all of the media that is in there and sending it back to these receiving units that we have that you can't see, but they're over here on the booth with me. Um, and those receiving units are then connected to a mixer, and we are bringing all of these packages in from the various rooms, mixing and choosing what we want to pull in on this mixer, and then we are sending, encoding that with another unit, sending that back to our studio in Grand Forks, where it is being processed, because this is all, uh, th because we have that large internet pipe, we're able to do all of this in uncompressed audio. So we're sending that back to our studio in uh, Grand Forks, 
and uh, we are using a very expensive, very special processing in mix engine that uh, is doing all of the audio processing, sweetening all of the audio, making it sound as pleasant as possible. And then from there, we are finally taking that raw audio, compressing it down to an MP3 stream, and then sending it up to the internet for you to stream. Uh, and so, um, so, but that, that at the moment, doing that kind of production at Linux Fest Northwest would not be possible because we don't control the network there. The college does, and so all of these things that we're using would be we'd have to physically run a cable to each one of those rooms. Um, so at the moment, we we would be unable to do this kind of a, a production there, uh, and it's only possible here because of the amount of, of planning, and it does limit our flexibility quite a bit, but we are able to pull it off. So I hope that answers your question, EGF Tech Man. Yeah, and also the willingness for ourselves to even do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. It it does take... It does take well. So they have, to, they have to trust you to do it, and it's in the sense of like to make sure that it's solid. And they ha they have to trust us to do it, and they have to trust. Uh, they have to be okay with it failing. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that I had very early on conversation with Jeremy. I'm like, listen, I am willing to try to push the envelope with Linux, but you have to understand something. This has not been done before, and it may very well fall in my face. And when that happens. I don't want you to stand behind me with a Mac or a Windows machine and say Linux didn't work. Let's try it. No, that can't happen. We need right. to. We need to. We need to accept the ground rules. And he said, "Yeah, man. Listen, if it can't be done in Linux, we just won't do it. That's. I'm cool with that." And I'm like, "Awesome. That's great." So now we're that we're on the same page that way. Let's move forward and let's see how elaborate we can push this. And despite a couple of hiccups, which by the way had nothing to do with Linux and everything to have, like one guy's wife had surgery. So he had to cancel his talk, yeah. And and so and so they have they had to reshift the schedule for a number of different reasons. Uh, we had one speaker that um, it was a disabled speaker, uh, disabled uh, individual, and so they um, the the they had to equip him with a different microphone, and so that delayed the the talk by ten or fifteen minutes. Like there's all these other like weird little things that had absolutely nothing to do with Linux, mm -hmm. but ultimately affected our ability to bring live coverage. And I think we have all of those things worked out. So tomorrow, uh, which is a good day to have all these things worked out, because tomorrow we're doing Ask Noah Show. We're doing, we're bringing you Michael Tunnell, uh with his with his talk on Caden Live, and we're talking to me about uh, live production under Linux, in, using entirely Linux, and uh, we can actually use Self as an example of that. Again, open phones this hour one eight five five four five zero Noah. That's eight five five four five zero six six two four. The email live at asknoahshow.com. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what the Northern Plains region... I, I mean, Northern Plains, I always think of, like, North Dakota. But as far as I know, we don't have any sort of uh, Linux Fest. I could probably start one. Would you come? If we started Linux Fest in I'll North Dakota? I'll think about it. I'll okay. think about it. All right. You'd come? Well, of course you'd come. You're there. Anybody, <laughs> would anybody else come? I got I got one person. That, so that's me. So that's two people. So that's if we get, like, five, at least we can have uh, one person in each conference, you know, each, uh, you know, uh, speaker hall. Nobody else. Would you come? Okay, so three people. Would you come? To Linux Fest in North Dakota. He's thinking. Maybe. Sure, he says. Yeah, why not? Four? Five? All right. Hey, you know what? This is... I have... Michael, I've just found the answer to hosting a Linux Fest in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The answer is to go to Linux Fests that are not in Grand Forks, North Dakota, <laughs> invite the attendees to come yeah. to Grand Forks, North Dakota for the Linux Fest that will then follow. Right. And then you have to build it. There's, right. There's a but that's bit. just the starting step, Michael. <laughs> that we can build from there. That's true. It's a starting step. It's a basic block. It's like that's the you, you know you build a house, you build the foundation, they put the house right. on top of it. We're talking it's about the foundation technique. blocks. Yeah. I like the technique. Yeah, it's it's I find that works better than just slapping it down on yeah. sand and praying. It's yeah. like guerrilla marketing. Right. Yes. Very much so. Again, open phones eight fifty five four fifty Noah eight five five four five zero six six two four. The email live at asknoahshow.com. He says he was talking about Minneapolis. I could do Minneapolis. 
I did the Ask Noah show live from Minneapolis. I didn't know there was one in there. Yeah, there was. We did one episode. We did. One I mean, I'm episode. saying I was. I don't know. There's a, a Linux fest there. There's not. One. I don't believe that there is. Oh. I think that he is talking in the hypothetical. Oh, I see. And I apologize for this slightly relaxed format. We had a couple of things that we were going to cover, but uh, really the primary purpose of bringing all this equipment out, uh, and there was a lot of equipment. I filled, the, I filled uh, the back half of my truck. I filled the RV. Did I tell you what the shipping quote was? I contacted UPS. I said, "What would it cost to get all this stuff over to North Carolina?" You know what the shipping one way. You know what the shipping quote was. $850. Yeah. One way. Pass. So that's $1,600 to move equipment here and back. And I was like, you know, I can drive all that equipment down. I can pay for hotels, eat super nice meals, and still come out hundreds of dollars ahead of time. Yep. And then I was able to bring my family, so that worked out. So uh, I hope we can get some. Uh, I hope we can uh, count on you guys to give us some calls throughout the weekend. Again, we're doing an Ask Noah show live. It will be tomorrow at 4 p.m. and Sunday, depending on what you guys choose. We'll have the Ask Noah show for you live that morning. We'll continue to carry coverage uh, on the uh, on the hour throughout the hour as uh, Southeast Linux Fest rolls on. Michael, anything else you want to talk about? Again, I apologize for the relaxed format. <laughs> I'm I'm tip I'm fine with any kind of format really. Um, but with there's there's as far as this one, we could talk about the. Uh, you know the, all the great sponsors that are going for self. You know, like the Linode uh, sponsoring self and mm -hmm. Pogo Linux. It's it's it's, it's really great to see that with it, like there's a lot there's like a few things that self didn't have uh, sponsored and uh, right and like the last minute Linode just comes in and sponsors it. So there's like big thanks to them for that. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a the, the and the the sponsors have been really cool and they uh, they sponsor the after party. Uh, or I don't know after party the party whatever you want to call it but there's a party that occurs and uh, and so uh, there's always a sponsor that has to pick up the tab for pizza and and, uh, and and beverages and stuff like that of course we invite you to come out stop by the booth if you'd like to say hello I would love to shake your hand I'd also love for you to sit down and answer a trivia question win a shirt and tweet me to win to enter to win a Microtech 750 hex and again i want to apologize one last time for any of the technical detail or technical issues that we had we believe that we have them worked out and we'll, we'll we will have a smooth broadcast hopefully starting tomorrow morning before we get out of here i do want to talk to you just briefly about uh tux digital and what you guys are doing over there yeah uh, so you uh, you are this is tux digital's if i'm not mistaken first appearance at a linux conference is that right yes it is first is the first time i've ever been as well ex tux digital existed yeah right so uh this is the first time i've done uh, self, it's the first time I've actually it's the first time I've ever done a talk at any conference. So this is that there's there are a lot of first times at this 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 particular conference. So um, it'll also be the first time I'm doing a uh, a live stream or hosting a live stream as well um, for on Sunday. But uh, as far as Tux Digital, it's a media. I guess it's a media channel that just we we do t well. Tepic, it's it's like a t tutorials, uh, teaching t people how to do things on Linux, and it's everything is done on Linux and um, focused on Linux. So all the all the content is, um, you know, it's it's available pretty much at any uh, all free. There's no like no you know no paywall, no nothing like no subscription or anything like, sure. that, like that. But it's more like there's there's a podcast that I'm doing. It's uh, this week in Linux, where it's a news podcast where. Uh, every week, I'll do, I'll take like the top, anywhere between 15 to 20 topics, and give you like the rundown. It's more instead of like a, uh, you know, most podcasts are like a discussion show. This is more like just a strictly a news show where here's okay. all the topics that ha here's all the things that happen throughout the week. Here's some specific details about those things, and you know, if you want to learn more, give you more information, you go find that. I got you. That's awesome. And uh, and do so, you not do that live? 
I do it live, yes. Oh, I, you do? Okay. It's the first time I've done live at a conference. Yeah, I do it live all right the time, right. like gotcha. every every week. Okay, yeah, I thought so. so. I thought so. And are you going to be doing this week, uh, this week in Linux live from from self? Or? Yes, we will. You will. And I'm I, I'm I'm very thankful that you're agreed to participate in that stream as well. Yes. So uh, yeah. So is that what we're doing with the destination Linux guys? At, yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So, so we're gonna do the we're gonna do the the they're gonna do record the show. We're gonna do the, the show live. And also stream it live. Uh, well, that's the that's the plan. Okay. You know, plans might change, but that hopefully it will, I got will you. be live. Yeah, we. Uh, it's one of those things where we could almost call that the super mega show because what we're going to end up having is we're going to have a little bit of Tux Digital, a little bit of Ask Noah, a little bit of Jupiter Broadcasting, a little bit of <laughs> Destination Linux. Yeah. All crammed into one hour or two hours or whatever it ends up being of show and uh, and streamed on a bunch of different places, which yeah. is going to be really kind of cool. And I like that collaborative effort. I like because at the end of the day, we're all working for the same thing, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, we've all got our, our you know, just our, celebrating our, our shticks, so to the speak. proliferation of Linux. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah and, it's, and, it's, and I think Self is a really great place to see that succeeding. So I'm really happy uh, to see that. I'm just looking back to see. Uh, I had I had two more articles I was going to get to, but I, I think we're uh, I think we're at that awkward point where I don't quite have enough time to uh, to uh, to get to them. Uh, so a couple of guests that you might expect to see as we uh, as as the weekend rolls on, both on the As Noah Show and on SoutheastLinuxFest.com/slash live. Um, you're going to see uh, Simon Quigley. Uh, producer of the Ask Noah Show calls, fills in his call screener sometimes. Also is uh, recently promoted, I guess, to the uh, Director of Operations of Altispeed. So he's handling uh, he's handling all of our operations stuff now, which is really fantastic, and uh, dealing with some of the employee stuff and management stuff. Absolutely, really phenomenally bright young man. And uh, he made it out here to Southeast Linux Fest, so we're going to have him uh, for you as an interview throughout the weekend. Obviously, like I said, tomorrow, Chris DeLuca is going to be hosting the Small Business Hour with me. And again, we'd like your questions at 855-450-NOAA-6624. Aaron Honeycott, uh, we're going to have him stop by. And uh, we try and do an interview with Aaron all the time. Sometimes they don't end up getting interviewed because of the quality of the interview or whatever it ends up, whatever ends up happening. Sometimes they haven't always gone out. Um, but we'll bring that to you. Also, Mr. Q5SYS, JT Pennington, has been doing some really great things with uh, FreeNAS and with IX Systems. He's also been working heavily with the Lumina desktop and developing for Qt. We're going to have uh, him stop by and chat with us and talk about what he's been doing. He actually switched from Linux completely over to BSD. Yep, the with true OS. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I know. Now he keeps trying to put these BSD horns on my kids. It's ridiculous. Yeah, now he's now he's just, he's he's, uh, he's he drank the Kool Aid. Uh, he did. Yeah. He did. But he seems to be pretty happy. You seen that workstation? Is yeah, it's, it's a, you know, his uh, Linux workstation didn't even have a case on it. That's that's disappointing. It is very disappointing. Actually, you're talking like about you're talking about the big the big puppy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the big the big bubbly yeah, one the big, that didn't the, have a case. The on big it. puppy Linux one where he was. I, he fi- was I find that to be wholly <laughs> unacceptable, and yet here he is with his uh, with his uh, with his new BSD machine, and now it has a case. You're just gonna have to throw the book at him. I think yeah. so, but you know the thing is, I think he's being treated pretty well by the uh, the, the folks at IX Systems. He bought himself a. Or did you see his? Did you see his ride out there? No, I didn't. He's got a, a, a Benz. Oh, a Benz SUV. It's mm. a nice car. Yeah, it's a really so. nice vehicle. So they must be they uh, they must pay well at IX Systems, I guess, huh? So Ben's SD is what he got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Over. yeah, so it's uh, but no. In all seriousness, though, JT is a really great guy, uh, and has done a lot of really terrific things with the BSD community and with FreeNAS and with IX Systems, and so we're excited to hear him share his knowledge uh, as he comes on the program throughout the week again. Thank you so much for tuning in, both for the Ask Noah Show and for the Southeast Linux Fest stream. We will uh, we'll continue to have live coverage. We'll be back at 10 o'clock a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern Time. The live stream will kick off. We'll introduce uh, what's going to go on. We'll run down the schedule if there are any changes. And then we'll bring you live coverage right from the rooms. 
and uh, and we'll continue to to move on that way. So uh, really appreciate having you guys. And again, the phones will be open throughout the weekend as we continue on with the Ask Noah show. So please feel free to call in. I know sometimes you guys are hesitant to do that. Hey guys, did you know this episode is available as a downloadable podcast? That's right. To subscribe to the feed or get the uh, show notes, head over to podcast.asknoahshow.com. There you'll find not only the latest episode, but all of the articles and materials referenced in this episode. You can get the latest, of course, by following us on Twitter at Ask Noah Show. The Ask Noah Show continues next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central. A huge thanks to Vox Telesis for providing our phone systems, Ben, our producer, and Sarah, our call screener. This is where the show may be over, but there's plenty more content for you at AskNoahShow.com. <laughs>